Hotels, bars, and restaurants in downtown Milwaukee are just days away from participating in active shooter training. Join us live in the studio this afternoon to give us a scoop on all of this is Sergeant Joe Shearing of the Milwaukee Police Department and Beth Weirich, CEO of the Milwaukee Downtown Business Improvement District. Thank you both. I know you're both incredibly busy people, so we appreciate you taking time out for us today. Well, thank you for the interview. We're excited to be here. So we all understand the importance of being prepared for an active shooter in 2024. Unfortunately, that's where we are, not only in the state, the country, but around the world. But why are you doing this particular training with this group? And and why now? Well, this is something that's been going on since December when Beth and I kind of started having meetings together and working together. Um, So I'm currently in charge of the uh, Code Red area, which is the bars, the downtown entertainment area for District 1. Um, I've been doing this now for about a year. And one thing that I've noticed that I kind of wanted to get out was to get some more information in regards for like the response for like active shooters or even to help out even with um, like first aid type stuff. I mean, you know, the police can do so much, but also it makes it better when we work together as a community. Everybody's on the same page and it's something that we can help prevent and lessen as best as we can. Did you find that our bars, restaurants and hotels had a plan? Some of them do. Some of them do. Um, it's been, it's been a working thing. And, um, so it's, it's, it's just something that's been kind of developing and trying to perfect, I guess you could say, and trying to make it work better. You know, Beth, we've seen the areas that you're talking about, uh, Joe, especially down near Water Street. We've seen this change over the years, right? That used to be a place fun to hang out and it still can be, but there is a, a larger law enforcement presence on Water Street than there really ever has been. There's more blocked roads. There's more, uh, horses with, policemen or women mounted on the horses to try and control what's happening. When did you recognize this as a a step that needed to be taken in connecting with MPD? Yeah, we've been working with MPD on a whole variety of issues, as you can imagine, resurrecting the mounted horse patrol. Um, We've participated in active shooter and see something, say something training for like the last probably seven to eight years. Our organization has been really heavily involved in promoting and creating a strong framework for our nighttime economy. We know how important it is to our city. This economy, it's the fourth largest economy in the city. One in every 11 jobs in the city of Milwaukee is in the hospitality industry. So this is something we've been really proactively engaged with. The creation of Code Red, Responsible Entertainment Deployment, really proactively establishing these relationships with our businesses. Our our cops on the street are phenomenal. And this this whole training that Sergeant leads up with the Code Red initiative is really about engagement with visitors and residents in our city and creating a safe and friendly and welcoming environment and really being proactively present. You know, in this day and age, as much as we want to bury our head in the sand and think everything's going to be perfect, there's really challenges. It's it's interesting because on the question that you asked about why do this now, um, it's something we had planned before this most recent incident in Kansas City, which was so unfortunate. Yes. But even when we were sending this message out, I'm not going to mention the name of the individual, but but they said, thank you for conducting this event. I don't necessarily look forward to it, but I do look forward to feeling a sense of preparedness I wouldn't have otherwise. That's so important. And, And who are, I mean, this is voluntary. I know you send out an invite and say, would you like to be a part of this? So who said yes? I mean, what what are the, the groups that are saying, 
you know what, we've got to do this and we want to do this. Yeah, I, I, I found, you know, our locally owned bars and restaurants are phenomenal individuals. This is their bread and butter. This is their own money that they that they are building in their establishments and their businesses and supporting family jobs in our community. And they are very engaged. So it's our bars. It's our restaurants. It's from the uh, Old World Third Street Entertainment District. It's Water Street. It's bars in the Jefferson Street area. We've invited bars from Brady Street and the historic Third Ward. Bars and restaurants in our hotels. Uh, Wisconsin Center District will have participation in this. And, and I'm so glad, and hopefully we never need this, right? But to get in front of it, to prepare people as best as we can, and hopefully never have to worry about using it is really our goal. Joe, it also allows you and your team an opportunity to connect with business owners and people who work at these businesses in downtown. They're trying to stay afloat. They're trying to do the right thing. It allows you a great touch point with so many in the community that to kind of help build that sense or, or further build that sense of community. Absolutely. And actually, my time over working with Code Red, um, that's one of the big things that, that I usually try to get across. I've, I've met with pretty much all of the business owners that I'm kind of in charge of or in looking over also with their staff members too. So, I mean, we build this rapport and this is also with my officers as well. We build that rapport so that they feel comfortable, come talk to us. We want that good relationship, you know, because just like I mentioned earlier, it's us working together. that really helps kind of, you know, prevent or reduce crime as best as possible. So what's actually going to happen during the training? How does it work? Take us in so we can visualize this. Not a problem. So this is something that was uh, coordinated obviously by myself, but then also with a lot of other head figures with our department so that everybody has like a good understanding of what we're actually putting across here. This is more set up for a preparation and information purposes. Uh, there will be some uh, the training such as we're doing like the hide run fight theory. Um, that's kind of pretty well known. And then also it's an introduction with different types of first aid equipment and everything. This is um, something where we have, well, I'll explain to actually what type of first aid training that the officers are trained with and what equipment that they use. And then that way, I mean, it's something if the establishment wants to further their training, that's something that they can do as well. And then also this is something where we're building other type of communication type other process too, such as like for them, if they feel like they really need to get a hold of us right away about something, this is something that we can try to build and create and actually get that good rapport and everything. So it's a lot of preventive measures, too, as well. Sergeant Joe Shearing from the Milwaukee Police Department. Beth Weirich joining us in studio. I, I want to ask you about where this could go. And if you've, had, if you've had connection points with some of your colleagues in Brookfield or Wauwatosa. And, Beth, if you've connected with other leaders from, from neighboring communities to try and expand this program. It's 1222 on WTMJ. We'll continue after this. Craig Mansick and Jessica Time with you. It's Wisconsin's Midday News on WTMJ. Sergeant Joe Shearing from the Milwaukee Police Department joining us in studio. Beth Weirich, CEO of the Milwaukee Business Improvement District. Talking about active shooter training. And, and Sergeant Shearing, you're talking about representing District 1. So bars, restaurant groups, downtown Milwaukee. There are certainly more districts in Milwaukee Police Department. And I'm wondering if there's an appetite to to grow this, whether it's in Milwaukee whether it's neighboring communities, because some of these shootings happen in schools or churches or, you know, other areas that are out of the city of Milwaukee, if there is an appetite to potentially grow it. Well, I'm sure there is. And I know I know our, our police department has been doing that. Um, this is just where, because where I'm currently assigned, I'm actually just more focused on District 1 for right now. Um, but I know there are other 
uh, like our Fusion Center, they have an actual representative that does active shooter training for other businesses uh, throughout the city and stuff, in which he's also referred to in the presentation as well. So then this presentation isn't just like, here's a training, there you go, have a nice day. This is actually, okay, now this is, if you want to continue on, these are other people you can contact and expand on this training as well. How has your previous experience helped you be able to help with this active shooter training coming up at the Baird Center next week? Uh, I think it puts me in a good spot. Um, the majority of my career, um, I, before I became a sergeant, I was actually with the tactical enforcement unit, um, which is our full-time SWAT team. Um, with that, I've had a lot of training with it as an instructor, and then also got to do a lot of uh, debriefings with other jurisdiction uh, nationwide to where they would come in and they actually talk about what happened during their, their uh, active shooter incidents. And then also their preventive measures that they do to try to reduce it or try to be more prepared for it. Beth, I think it's a matter of time before somebody says, hey, how did that go? How did that work? That you start to hear from other community leaders mm -hmm. about this opportunity to connect with MPD. Yeah, and I think, you know, we've been so fortunate to have such a good relationship with the police department and they understand how important it is to provide some framework to help support our local businesses and the impact that has on the economy. And already the work that we're doing with MPD is on the radar screen of some of our sister communities that we work with, whether it's our community intervention team, our Code Red, the, the Mounted Horse Patrol, the ways in which the police department understands how important community outreach is, collaboration and public relations. This is also something that we have participated in um, uh, nighttime economy studies, best practices around the globe. And there's an organization called Responsible Hospitality Institute that convenes individuals from all over um, the globe relative to nighttime economies, the entertainment districts, and how there are best practices at every level from marketing, promotions, programming, but also proactive policing and why that engagement is really critical in building these high quality of life entertainment districts that are now economic engines for all of these communities. So I, it, I think the time is already here and Milwaukee is definitely viewed as pardon me, best practices. Well, I want to thank you for what you've done to connect with MPD and the Sergeant Shearing. I want to thank you for what you do every day. Thank you. And keeping our areas safe that we like to be in and be a part of in the city of Milwaukee. Thank you so much for joining us and shedding a little light on this active shooter training opportunity. Thanks for this great conversation. Thank, thank you. you both. It's 1228 on WTMJ. The news is next.